Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller, and sitting beside me is my wife, Lauren. Hello. We're one half of the Double Doubles from Hamilton, Ontario. Okay, we are concluding our uh, series on Genie Plus, and no surprises, we're leaving the best for last. Is it the best? I yeah. think it's the best use of, of Genie oh, Plus. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure what you meant. If or is it the best park? I uh, mean, I mean it's that's such a, a debate for another day. I know day. it's such a toss-up, but yes. I think like yeah, this is the one that I feel like people are always well, and we were like, oh, this is the park we're definitely gonna use it for. Yeah. This is the one that on paper makes the most sense. Yeah, the, there's the most attractions. Yeah. So a uh, quick recap. Did Genie... we even say it's Magic Kingdom? Yeah, Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> a quick recap on Genie Plus. Um, Disney Genie is a service that is provided um, through the My Disney Experience app where it will make recommendations to you based on things that you want to accomplish or experience. Um, and it'll try to steer you to... Um, those attractions or experiences at times that are most efficient for your day. Um, none of us of the Dole Whips and Double Doubles ever used it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't, don't think, think I don't think I would recommend spending a lot of time using it or putting much stock in it. Yeah, um, because really, if you're going to use the Genie service, um, the Genie Plus service is the one that um, I think you're going to get more out of. Um, Genie Plus is a paid service that allows you to make selections for specific attractions um, where you can enter the lightning lane rather than the standby entrance um, or the standby line so that you can get a faster uh, faster weight. Paid fast passes. Paid fast passes. <laughs> That's essentially what we're talking about here. Um, and then... Uh, so it's a, a large number of attractions that are listed uh, for Genie Plus um, through the paid service, but there is are some attractions that are individual purchase only. They're not offered through Disney Genie Plus. Um, they have to be purchased individually, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, but as Lauren said, Magic Kingdom... On well, on paper, makes the most sense because of the number of attractions that it offers. And in alphabetical order, uh, and I'll get through it as quickly as I can, the Lightning Lane entrances offered through Genie Plus are Big Thunder Mountain, Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin, Festival, Festival of Fantasy Parade, uh, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Haunted Mansion, It's a Small World, Jungle Cruise, The Tea Party... Uh, meeting Cinderella and a visiting princess at Princess Fairy Tale Hall. Uh, meeting Princess Tiana and a visiting princess at Princess Fairy Tale Hall. Um, meeting Minnie and Mickey at Town Square Theater. Philhar Magic, the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Barnstormer, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Tomorrowland Speedway. Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of options. So I think when Disney says, uh, we've talked about this before, but when Disney says that when you get Genie Plus, you should expect to get two or three attractions um, 
I feel like that is more for Epcot Hollywood Studios I and guess, Animal Kingdom. But you know what? Even when they say that and I see that disclaimer, I just think I don't accept that. Yeah. I'm expecting three. <laughs> or more. Yeah, or more. Minimum three. And I I don't know. I just think that I think that's really lowering the bar I expect to get. <laughs> I expect three. But I also think that it's like averaging out. Um because yes, because yeah. of Epcot and Animal Stu- uh, Animal Kingdom Hollywood Studios if a couple of things don't go your way you could get two yeah that's true <laughs> but maybe three um but i guess it depends on whether you consider your number to be things that are realistically attainable yeah um and at magic kingdom you know there are the we're going to talk about splitting them into like tiers <laughs> like the old fast pass system, but there are like the, the few attractions that you really want to try and book right away. Then there's like a secondary set of attractions that you'll want to try and book. And then there's attractions that'll probably be available all day long. Um, and you can use your selection on, um, on them. Yeah. So, so I think conceivably by the end of the day, you could experience a whole bunch of attractions um, through a combination of standby wait times and uh, and Genie Plus. Yeah, and I think also you need to have like some realistic expectations, which I think we've talked about in some of the other episodes on on Genie Plus, where um, you know, kind of we're talking about that uh, unofficial tier, yeah, like the first tier, like you might don't don't necessarily expect to get both of those, yeah. You know, you kind of have to choose one or the other. Yeah. Um, and you can make your selections. Anybody who has a park ticket can make their selections for Genie Plus starting at seven o'clock in the morning. Um, and that uh, once you've made your first selection, you can make your next selection either when you've done your first selection or um, two hours after the park opens, whichever comes first. So if um, your first selection isn't for an attraction until later in the day, um, then two hours after the park opens, you can make your next selection. Or if you happen to get lucky enough and make a selection that is, you know, within the first two hours of of the park day, um, then you'll get a slight advantage um, to things that way. But maybe let's talk about our tiers of attractions and and essentially what we're doing is uh, prioritizing um which attractions we think you need to make selections first and uh and kind of go from there and at magic kingdom it is it's interesting because um it's kind of the same thing that happened with the fast pass system where your top two selections are not necessarily going to be your top two favorite <laughs> favorite attractions. Yeah. But there are ones that if you don't book a lightning lane for these attractions, the wait times tend to be quite long during the day and you may not want to wait that long. Yeah, I mean, Peter Pan is one of them. Yeah, um, so Peter Pan, thing, I think... I, I mean, I know this is the same as it it's sort of always been, which is... Um, I mean, Peter Pan is, is in desperate need of a refurb. 
It's, yeah, well, I mean, it like really... animatronics wise. Oh, the queue's just, fine. No, but yes, the queue is good. But like, remember we were riding it, and like, there's a piece of cardboard, like, like plywood river that's just like broken in half. Looks like somebody just stepped on it. Do you remember this? Yeah, okay, I feel but, like they must have fixed it by now. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what what I what I find funny is like, it still is one of the most popular rides. Like, yeah. there's just something about it. It's like a classic. It's very short. That's that's the thing that I think is the hardest pill to swallow when it comes to Peter Pan's flight is the fact that at the peak of the day the wait time is probably going to be 90 minutes long. Yeah. And the ride itself is what? Two and a half minutes. Yeah, maybe. Um, I love the ride contraption though. Right. Like I love the ride vehicle. Yeah. I love that feeling of flying over everything. So, but it's so fast through the, it's so fast, through the story. But I, I just, I do hope that it gets an upgrade at some point. I think it deserves it. I think the guests deserve it. But anyway, I just think it's, it's kind of a, um, it, there's just such a funny thing going on there yeah. <laughs> where uh people just will always want to ride it it's a great family ride but yeah it's, it's easy to bring everybody on but i also think it, there are a lot of people who just um will choose not to ride it because of the weight and like yes so so that's where and it kind of comes into prioritizing like if you really want to ride it and you don't want to rush there first thing you don't want to um risk waiting in line like that this is one of those that you have to book right off the bat yeah and peter pan's flight if you've been on it before then yeah you can weigh your options as to whether or not it's something that you have to do every single trip um but maybe yeah maybe well, you don't have to do i it. mean for us we didn't book a a lightning lane for it no and that was um i don't we did it during the extended late hours yeah. for deluxe guests and we didn't wait very long at all no um so that was an option we we kind of knew ahead of time that we would do that you could also you could also go there first thing in the morning yeah if you're a resort guest you can go in that first half an hour but for me personally i just love that morning in like i want to arrive early on you know at least one of the days and I, well, you know, I love taking the main street vehicles. Yeah. I'm sure I've talked about it before, but I love not rushing at Magic Kingdom to a ride. No like, one wants to run. I just first think, thing. no, like other parks, I, I don't mind kind of going and then coming back, you know, like, yeah. like past the tree of life, I'll go and then, but then come back. It's hard. I always want to stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, but Magic Kingdom, especially, I feel like I want to um, not rush to a ride, but that's just me personally. So I think. There is that option, right? Like to just boot it too. <laughs> uh, and I think we also did that. We went to Space Mountain right yes. away. Because right now, at the time of recording this, Space Mountain was a, pay, a, a separately paid a la carte option. Yeah, it but was an individual one. But... but right now it's included in the Genie Plus offerings. Yeah, I can't imagine a scenario where it goes back. Yeah, me to neither. Being an individual, and we've talked about this uh, at the other parks too in our previous episodes. Catch up on those. Um, but I highly doubt that Disney, you know, Magic Kingdom w might be the one exception that proves the rule. Um, but only having one individual Lightning Lane 
uh, or one individual purchase lightning lane attraction at each park is probably in their best interest um yeah, if they want to so maximize too. guests who are considering doing both yeah so the one i mean we haven't talked about it but i think it's worth mentioning at this point like the uh seven dwarfs mine train is the one that is paid um at individually. Magic Kingdom, yeah. yeah so that's it doesn't appear um on on the list for genie plus yeah. what did it we will do? show up on the list but it will say you have to, yes you have what to did buy. what how, did we wait at the end of the night we waited at the end of the deluxe yeah. deluxe resort guest night yeah we did it in the evening and for me i would maybe skip it <laughs> like i really i think it's a lot of fun but i've waited um I waited longer than I thought I was going to wait one time for that ride. And I didn't think it was worth it. <laughs> but I think that's because we've been on it a number of times. Yeah. Um, but so, if you have kids that maybe don't reach the height requirement of some of the other yeah. attractions, like it, it, you may have to bite the bullet for it. Yeah. I would just weigh whether it's worth paying however much for, or, um, or is it, you know, or do you wait in line? It's a long line. It's so a, I don't know. It's a that's long a, line. That's something I, that you have to decide for yourself. Yeah. I would assume first thing in the morning, the people who are running are running yeah. to, I'm running loosely. Don't run in the parks. I'll say that. It, uh, it's a little it's bit unsafe messy though. And, and you don't need to. Um, but I think largely the biggest crowd is going to Fantasyland and the largest crowd of that is probably going to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. God, I just don't want to be a part of that. Then there's a group that's going to Peter Pan. And then there's a separate group who veer off and go to Space Mountain. And then there's the people who go to Gaston's for those cinnamon buns. And I'm probably <laughs> in that group. <laughs> well, I mean, after we've done the, yeah, we uh, usually the Main go to, Street vehicles. Yeah, we usually go there, like Tomorrowland usually. We usually don't hit up Fantasyland right away. Yeah. But anyway... Um, so Peter Pan is one of the first ones that you kind of have to decide if yeah, I like with, would, with if, Genie Plus as a service, um, you're basically your first selection is probably going to be a toss up between Peter Pan's Flight and Jungle Cruise. And, and I, I might have mentioned this, but I loved the changes to Jungle Cruise. Yeah. So we went with that and I was really happy about Absolutely. that. Jungle Cruise is another one that um, ha tends to have a long wait. And the queue for Jungle Cruise can be difficult to wait in because it's long and hot and yeah, it's outside and it is covered, but like there's not a there's nothing really to do. Like there's nothing to for your kids to look at to yeah. sort of occupy them. Because um, yeah, like boarding I, boats is a slow process, and yeah. it, and it takes a little bit longer than than you expect to. And there's a capacity on each boat, um, so making a genie plus selection is a good option if you if you have that option yeah if either of these appeal to you and you want to do them like it's a good idea to to make these one of your first one yeah and then we you know the logic for us if you don't have children with you um the logic of picking jungle cruise first and banking on maybe trying to go on Peter Pan's flight at the end of the night when things are a little bit quieter 
um, and there may be less families uh, around, that is an option. Um, Jungle Cruise, we like of the two, I feel like we really want to go on Jungle Cruise. It's a much longer attraction. Um, and and yeah, I think worth it for for the first selection. After after you've made your first selection, if you if you happen to be lucky enough to get either Jungle Cruise or or Peter Pan's flight within the first two hours of the park opening, then all of a sudden, you know, you can check for the other one if there are still some selections available. They will likely be later in the day, but you could check if you really wanted to do both. But I have a feeling that most people would then want to look at a, a thrill ride. And I think, you know, for for us, it's probably Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, and Big Thunder Mountain. Um, for me, it would be that, Space Mountain. In that order? You love Splash Mountain, and that will probably change for me when it's um, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Yeah. Um, but I love Space Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we went there like early on the one day and just like waited and got on pretty quickly. I think of the two, Space Mountain tends to have a longer wait time or it could if something's Yeah, I think people are less, they don't want to always get wet. Yeah. And so while Splash Mountain can have a long line, it sometimes takes a little bit to get there. Mm-hmm. We waited for that. Yeah. We did wait like 40 minutes. I, I think at least... Yeah. yeah, it was fine. Yeah, if we had if we had a smaller kid with us, it was also kind of hot. Yeah. Um. So I think I think a lot of this is like, um, there's a bit of especially with Magic Kingdom, like you want to prioritize and and be strategic. But I think a large part of it has to be like, okay, what rides do you really want to ride? Like, what rides are your favorites? What what is going to make you have a good day yeah. as opposed to like maybe jungle cruise and Peter Pan just don't appeal to you. So you don't worry about them. Yeah. You know, and if haunted mansion is your thing, then like book it, book that. I don't know. So there's, I think, a, or if you book jungle cruise or Peter Pan, like you really got to just do a little bit of both, but I think it's prioritizing which ones you really want to do. Yeah. Because there aren't an, uh, there's a finite number of selections available um, throughout the day. So if you pick one, um, you may not be able to pick the other, depending on the day. If it's quieter in the parks, you will get more selections. If it's very busy in the parks, you will get less selections. Yeah. Um, but I think after the first two, I would say Splash Mountain, Space Mountain and Big Thunder are, are the next ones that I would try yeah. to get after that. Um, well, and those are going to save you time, right? Like the lineups are, are typically longer. So it's a good idea to do those if you want to do them because you, you will probably save time waiting in line. Yeah. Now, if all of those selections are gone after, you know, if you're making your third selection or fourth selection, fingers crossed for the day, um, if Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean are still available, I would do one of those after like that would be next on my list yeah because <laughs> you're looking at me questioning i'm just listening like go ahead yep <laughs> because i feel like those are you know a, like a third tier 
of attractions where the wait time can get long at specific times during the day, but you might be able to find it when it's taking a bit of a dip. Yeah. Um, during the day. Haunted Mansion does tend to be a little bit busier than Pirates, so I would err on on that. Then I guess like what if, you know, if you're going with small kids though, um, do you know what I mean? Who don't want to go on those? Like what what would you then say? What do they want to go on? <laughs> There's a lot of other things. I know. But I mean if we have small children who Like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh, I think but I think the challenge with Winnie the Pooh is that the queue is really good for, for little kids. If you do have to wait in line. For a little bit. Yeah, I can I don't be. Know. There's so much to do there. Yeah. I don't know. I still think like, I don't think it's the worst to use it on Winnie the Pooh if that's a must do. Especially if, if they're not interested in all of the above. Um, Winnie the Pooh could be a good selection because then if you want to do it twice... I would say, like, I can. would not choose Little Mermaid until no. it was sort of, like, end of the night, like, no other pickings. Because, um... <laughs> but chances are, at the end of the night, you're yeah. gonna but walk I, onto it anyways. I just think, like, I love that ride. Yeah. But, um, you can usually just walk on. Yeah. So, I don't think it's worth using a... Same thing pick. with It's a Small World. Like, unless you're really wanting to go do it in the middle of the day in which case you can't even choose your timing for the lightning lane selection it just gets assigned to you um it's a small world sometimes that lineup is long it is long it could be long during the day but if you do it early or late then chances are i think it's also one of those that will fluctuate like it's not always sort of consistently high yeah um throughout the day so i think it's one of those if you keep an eye on it it will go up and down a bit yeah i mean if your kid's into buzz lightyear and really wants to uh to do that ride that could be in that group of of selections that you could could be i think it's also one of those that you could go to early in the morning yeah oh for sure um, and Dumbo too. Again, Dumbo's similar to me, um, to like Winnie the Pooh, where the queue, quote unquote, is uh, is really great for kids because you can let them play in the big top while you wait, and the line is never crazy, crazy long. No, yeah, not anymore. No, especially with two sides. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of wild cards though on the list that if you are into it then maybe uh, a selection would be worthwhile for you one of them is the festival of fantasy parade um it has essentially reserved viewing area um for for the parade and you can use one of your lightning lane selections on it so if you really, really want to make sure that you get a great view of the parade near Cinderella Castle, this might be a good option for you. Or like if you really want to take photos of a specific angle, that might be a good uh, a good choice for you. Um, and then similar are the character meet and greets. Uh, meeting Cinderella or, or Tiana or... 
and they're visiting princesses um, or meeting Mickey at, um, you know, town at the, square at town square. If those are things that you are like, oh, I definitely want to make sure that we do that, then it may be worth it to use your selection for I that. I think also those lineups have been sort of on the longer side these days. Like I was kind of hoping we would get a picture with a character when we were there because they had recently started doing that again. And the lineups were just too long to make it worthwhile. Like they were 70 minutes and up. <laughs> yeah. And that that's a little too long. And that's long. a long time to, um, to wait with a child who wants to meet Cinderella or as an adult. Like that's a long time when you could be doing other <laughs> things. So I think like, yeah. I think that characters right now, like, and especially those characters, I don't think it's the worst use at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it really depends on whether you are, uh, whether you have it on your list of must use, um, whether or not you make a selection for it. Also, it's the kind of thing that if there are no selections for anything else, I would still use it <laughs> at that point because why not? Yeah. Um, things that you probably don't have to use your Genie Plus selections for. The Tea Party, Magic Carpens of, Al of Aladdin, um, the Barnstormer, depending on how big or small your child is and um and how long the standby entrance is it's never crazy long um but but you know could be worth it if you aren't able to make a selection for something else um then why not uh and then also like the monsters inc laugh floor do not use genie plus for it um yeah, I mean, they're just filling the theater. Yeah. And you can just wait for the next show. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I guess if you're really into the Tomorrowland Speedway, uh, you can certainly use it and knock potentially 60 minutes off of your wait time. But, um, you know, we have no interest in the Tomorrowland Speedway, so we can't... <laughs> no, personally. Can't really... The fumes uh, are a lot to take. Yeah. You but, can't really make recommendations but for But I it. can also see that some kids would have a great time doing it sure driving but again i think that's where it becomes like what what is top of your list priority for you yeah but i think like we're just sort of talking generally like what's a smart approach yeah so i mean i think our our list of priorities are pretty logical and i and i would expect anybody who has been to magic kingdom before um it shouldn't really come as any surprise that, you know, you're looking at Jungle Cruise and Peter Pan to start, then Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, um, then, you know, Pirates or, or Haunted Mansion, and then it's just like, what's available? And what do yeah. you feel like doing after that, pretty much? Yeah. Yeah. Individual purchasing for the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train... If you've never done it before, I would recommend doing it because you don't want to wait two hours for that ride. I think so. Um, but it can, if you don't have a, a child with you and you're like, I'll make it the last thing that I do in the day, then then you can make that happen. Um, or if you want to run, don't run to it. 
if you want to walk briskly to it first thing in the morning, knowing that it might be a longer wait, but it won't be like a two hour wait. Um, I think the thing is, I think that it can still be a long wait at the end of the night unless you're doing those extra hours for deluxe guests. Yeah, but the whole point of it being like at the end of the night, it doesn't really matter because sure, the park yes, is going to close. But I think like I wouldn't and I like I've I've heard such mixed things about like as long as you're in line, you know, before the park closes. But I've also heard that they'll shut they'll down start the closing lines. It. Yeah, like earlier. earlier. Yeah. So I think you just if you're if you're going that route, I think you just have to be a little bit cautious <laughs> and aware that you probably will wait. Yeah. And you might have to go a little bit earlier towards the end of the night than, you know, I, I don't know that they would like after, I don't think you could watch fireworks and then go, right? No. Because fireworks start when the well, typically park closes. fireworks start when, when the park closes, yeah. but it depends on the time of year and, and what the hours are. Um, but you can pay for it. Um, I don't know if it goes as quickly as like Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom or sure. Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios or Guardians go- of the Galaxy. I at bet Epcot. it does go quickly. Just because of the number of people who are in the going to the park. Yeah, and it's still like very sought after and yeah. a long lineup. I guess my question now is um is a little bit of speculation because I would expect similar to what happened in Epcot where Remy's Ratatouille adventure was the individual purchase lightning lane. And then when guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind opened uh, just before that Remy got added to the regular genie plus service. Do we think that's going to happen here at magic kingdom? I, I don't know. Because I feel like when Tron opens, yeah, it is definitely going to be an individual purchase. But it's not going to be for like family. It's not going to be family friendly. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas this one, I but think... Seven Dwarves still cuts out a number of people just based on the fact that it has a height requirement. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not as like. I I still think there's a possibility it stays as a paid. See what I'm expecting, and the theory behind it. Um, We've talked about previously in in other episodes where I think when Disney had originally had two individual purchase lightning lanes and Genie Plus service, they were likely to going to see that um, the chances of people buying all three were very slim. Like there were not that many people who right. would do yeah. all three. So um, maximize your your earnings by just having one individual purchase and genie plus because genie plus as a service is fifteen dollars per person per day plus tax like that's that can be a tough pill to swallow uh and then if you're looking at two individual purchases then you're like uh this you know you're going to be spending over a hundred dollars on rides um if you're if you're trying to do all three so i think only seeing a a genie plus charge of 15 dollars and then one individual purchase is a little bit more um it's a little bit easier to take as a as a guest i yeah. think to be like okay i will pay for both at this time yeah i'd like to see them add it to like genie plus yeah 
So, so my, I guess my thinking is that Disney will continue that trend, move Seven Dwarves Mine Train to the Genie Plus service, which would put it at the top of everybody's list, um, and then keep Tron as the individual purchase. What I don't know is because Magic Kingdom is kind of like, it's so different from the other parks just based on the number of attractions, will Disney start off by trying to keep two I think for so. Tron and and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I think also and then really not change their minds unless they're seeing it. Like drop off. Like drop off are, yeah, significantly. Because I think um the difference with Magic Kingdom is there's already quite a lot of value yeah. for G- Genie Plus. Like there's already quite a lot of rides to sort of spread around. Whereas that wasn't really the case at like Epcot and uh like Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah. So moving other attractions to that list helps with the availability whereas i don't know if they need that as much so i mean obviously we won't know till tron opens and right i don't know when that is yeah (laughs) but like let's speculate and say so your genie plus is 15 dollars. seven dwarves let's say is 10 dollars on the day and conservatively Tron is fifteen dollars. Yeah, and your two Dole Whips are about ten, twelve dollars <laughs> a piece. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you, if you, I mean, if you add all that up, you're looking at yeah, it's a 40 dollars per person. Did I do? Did I do I don't the know, math right? But it's more because you're not. We haven't even talked 10, about meals. 15, 25, you know? 30, 40, Yeah, yeah. forty dollars per person. If you want to have like. A great day at Magic Kingdom. Uh, and yeah, pay I mean, for everything. you can do a lot and have like, and Magic Kingdom is, if you go with the right attitude, it's like, it is a great place. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Tron opens. Um, we did oh, like our Epcot day, we did a day with and without Genie Plus. Yeah. It's a lot easier, I think, as two adults without a family to do it without. Yeah. Um, and maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's different for every family, but I think I would do it that way again, because we have, like, if you have more than one day in Magic Kingdom, do you know, I would, I wouldn't buy it every day. I don't think. For sure. Yeah. I think, I think that's right. Because again, your selections are completely dependent on timing and the number of other people that are also making selections. Because if you go into it thinking like, Oh, I've got two days at magic kingdom. So the first one I'll pick jungle cruise, then I'll do space mountain. And then I'll do like, let's say big thunder mountain haunted mansion. Those are, those are four. I think that's a good set of selections. Um, and and kind of go from there and then you plan on your next day you're like oh, i'll do peter pan and then i'll do splash mountain and uh haunted mansion then pirates of the caribbean like those are also good selections but the the chances of you being able to do that depend on how many people are going to be there and if you for some reason uh pick jungle cruise on your first day and go to pick peter pan on your second day for reasons that are outside of your control peter pan might just be gone on the on the second day when you try to book it first thing you just might not be able to get it and and then what do you do do you do jungle cruise again like maybe 
Yeah, I know. I mean, that's personal, right? Personal <laughs> preference. I always say it, but it's true. <laughs> so uh, I think managing expectations uh, is is probably a really good thing for for using Genie Plus. I think we would both say the Genie Plus service is worth it, but that you don't necessarily need to have it every day that you go. Yeah, I thought I think that Magic Kingdom is a great day to use it, though. Yeah. Oh, for like sure. I would, I would recommend it. But like, it. if you're going to Magic Kingdom for two days, yeah, you don't necessarily need it on both days. No, unless you're just splurging, then you know, get it. In or, which case, or if you don't want to be on your phone, like it wasn't too bad. I didn't think it was that bad being on the phone, like trying to get it. Maybe because you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I Is took care right? of it and and kept track of the times. I don't that we know had to if you bookings. talked about this though. Like, I feel like we might have, but um. Like we did, we did not trust the park data. I don't think. No. Like as a as a guest from Canada going, we we opted in on those days that we were using it to use data. Like. Yeah, not not that. every day. No. I think. Um, but, but yeah, if you're trying to use Wi-Fi in the parks, you may run into some issues. It, it is a It's just not always the most reliable. Sometimes it's yeah. fine. Sometimes it's not fine. Yeah. So that's something else to consider too. Yeah. Especially first thing, right? Like for that first, grabbing that first ride. Yes. I feel like you want to, you want to have a good connection. Yeah. I feel like when you're at the resort and it's seven o'clock in the morning, you know, you have a good shot of, of doing it without, um, without necessarily running into problems but you know buyer beware you you may you may encounter that as a problem yeah but yeah i think that's it yeah i can't wait to go back <laughs> like i just can't wait to go know? back and spend another 15 dollars and try it again and yeah and, and see i don't what know we i thought i think it was not like i think it was good good at magic kingdom i it mean I, oh i have to really try to separate myself from like this is just the way it is now we just have to pay. Unfortunately, free pass, <laughs> fast passes are gone. So when I compare it to the free, you know, fast passes, I feel upset that I'm paying for something that was free. But, you know, I just have to move on. And like, this is <laughs> this is where we're at right now. And so we have and, to pay for heal. these services. You've got to heal, yeah. well, go I through just the mean grieving like, process. So, you know, I, I feel like there's always the part I want to say like, yeah, well, the value is like whatever, because compared to fast pass, it's not, it's cost more, but I just mean, I think if you're going to use it, Magic Kingdom is a good place to use it. Yeah. Like if you're, you know, I think there, there are lots of options. I think that you're more than likely to be able to, to get your at least two. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> so. I mean, you'll get more. It just. Yeah. It's a little more disappointing if you're like, oh, I had to use my third selection for Philhar Magic or. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Um, you know, magic carpets of Aladdin. Yeah. But I think it, I think you save time with those earlier, like with your previous bookings for those, like the banger rides, you know? Yeah. Or you, <laughs> or you stack them. Yeah. Kind of like our Hollywood studios yeah. day where it just happens that all the selections are like at five or six o'clock yeah. and, and you go and do a whole bunch of attractions around that time. And then you spend your time leading up to that doing other fun things yeah and maybe you get to the park a little later so you have like do you know what i mean you don't have to rush there first thing in the morning 
Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good for Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But I think that's it. Um, we'd love to hear from you. What are your top attractions? What would you select first? Um, or what would your top five be? Uh, let us know in the comments if you go to our Facebook or Instagram page and search for uh, Dole Whips and Double Doubles, you will find us. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you because we like to know what uh, what you guys are up to and, and see um, whether your strategies are, are going to be better than ours, um, in which case we're stealing them. Absolutely. Um, but that's it. We want to thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of myself, Ryan, and Lauren... We're the Double Doubles. You've been listening to Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Mm-hmm.